Live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Okay, it is showtime. Here we go, folks. Welcome aboard, everybody. It, it is so great to have you here with all of us today as we connect on everything and anything in the world of travel. This indeed is America's number one travel radio show, also known as RM World Travel. And from coast to coast, border to border, and up into Canada, what's ahead over the next 120 minutes is what we like to call the fastest two hours in travel. Well, we touched on this last week, and here in the U.S., uh, if you're not aware of it, you're going to know this right now, uh, that we return to daylight savings time at 2 a.m. on Sunday. So if you're listening on Saturday, well, clocks fall back an hour before you go to bed tonight. Uh, but if you're listening on Sunday and maybe you're headed to an airport or a train station or maybe Sunday Mass, well, you've got a, an extra hour or so on your hands right now, so you can stop and grab a meal or you can continue listening to the show with us, right, Mary? That's right. Sounds good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, folks, uh, we've got a diverse two hours ahead for you today. I know Rudy's out in L.A. He's going to be coming up uh, in the next segment uh, with us. Uh, but right now, we have some new affiliates that we want to recognize. So why don't we go ahead, Mary, and we'll do that, and then we'll get to some other things. We do. All right. A big RM World Travel welcome to News Talk 1440 WROKAM in Rockford, Illinois. That's Media Market 138, and they'll be airing our program on Sundays from 3 to uh, three p.m. to 5 p.m. Central Time. And I'd, I'd also like to welcome Talk Radio AM 710 KURV in McAllen, Texas. That's the Brownsville DMA or Media Market 86. All right. So we've got those two but that's not it today folks uh, we actually have uh, that's what I have three more stations here to go so right now I'm going to uh, offer some thanks and extend a welcome to talk radio AM 1360 WKMI in Kalamazoo Michigan that's media market 43 and they're going to be airing us on Sundays from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time and one more that we want to make sure that we get to FM 94.9 and AM 890 KDXU. That's in St. George, Utah. And if you're not sure where St. George, Utah is, that's actually about four hours. That's, I'm going to guess it's about a four-hour drive. I'll have to check that afterwards. Should have done it before the show. But about a four-hour drive southwest of Saint, uh, Salt Lake City. That's along I-15 out there. I know I've been through there. Uh, maybe it's about two hours or so from Las Vegas. So actually, it's closer closer to Vegas. And that's media market number 30. So I would say, Mary, not too bad. Five more affiliates. I know we have a few more next week coming. We do. Yeah. And Great you know, to see. clearly, Thank we you. are inching ever closer to our goal of at least our current goal of achieving uh, or surpassing, really, we want to surpass 400 weekly affiliates across our network. So, on that note, uh, why don't we take a look at what's Share ahead what's for our one? Share what's coming up. All right, sounds good. Coming up in a few minutes as we bring you another episode of The Right Stuff, author Luke Barr takes an entertaining look at the two legendary men who made the Savoy in London and later the Ritz in Paris, iconic hotels in his new book. Show friend Janine Tornator will check in sometime this hour with affordable places to use up your vacation days if you have any left before the year ends. <laughs> and that is coming That's quickly. The key right there. Exactly yes, right. it is. The line is blurring between traditional hostels and big hotels 
hotel companies, says industry watcher David Eisen, who will be here to explain his thoughts on that. And we'll delve into whether airline pilots are being trained for real-world situations when Les Abend joins us towards the end of this hour. Yeah, and that's something very interesting that's going on out there. So I'm going to look forward to talking to Les. We've read him uh, for many years now in Flying Magazine, so it would be nice yep. to connect with him today. So I guess, Mary, before we get into anything else, so we probably should do some news. Uh, where do you want to start us off? Well, let's see. Uh, this week, an admittedly intoxicated baggage handler fell asleep in the cargo hold of a Boeing 737 and ended up flying that way from Kansas City to Chicago. Really? He did. The I did not see this story. Yeah, the employee who works for the American Airlines subsidiary Piedmont Airlines was discovered when the plane landed at O'Hare. He was then questioned, well, after they woke him up, by the uh, Chicago police and the FBI, but was not charged with a crime. <laughs> Wait a second. How do you fall asleep well, when you're was, loading the cargo? Apparently, it's not that uncommon if, you, if I dug a little deeper into the story um, and he had been drinking <laughs> okay, so well, he was tired okay, yes. and alcohol was a factor. I would guess that's true. So he has been suspended um, but you know cargo holds are pressurized and heated so there were no How, how do you get your job way. back when you're suspended? Well I don't I know do if it he's again? going to get his job back. We'll see. They're wow. investigating the matter. Okay. So, so you fall asleep. That, that yeah. truly falling asleep on the job. All right. Well, Mary, do you remember last February? That would be February 2017, I should say. Uh, we went down. We went behind the scenes on the Carnival Victory. Mm -hmm. All right. yep. George Nelson, I know we interviewed. Uh, Mady, the, the, the crew, yeah. uh, the um, uh, cruise director. It was fun going behind the scenes. Of... And to see everything on that I-95 highway, they call it, underneath the ship. Well, I saw this week that the Victory is actually going to go into dry dock. Uh, and it's going to be renamed the Carnival Radiance. Uh, it's part of Carnival Cruise Line's. Uh, final phase of their $2 billion fleet enhancement program. And what I really found interesting, you know, Carnival launched this program back in 2011, and since that time, it has completed refurbishments to more than 20 of its ships. Mm -hmm. Okay, They've taken delivery of three new ships. We were just on, what was it, around in May or June uh, that we were here with Arnold Donald in the New York mm -hmm. area when they brought the Horizon in, right. and we went on to that ship with some of our team. Uh, and they also have three more ships that are scheduled to be delivered through 2022. Sin but here's the stats that really struck me. Since the fleet enhancement uh, program was launched, Carnival's annual passenger count has grown from 4.1 million to 5.2 million guests a year. And what I like to see, I know we've talked about some of the river cruise lines, uh, Viking in particular that I'm not real high on, that they're saying no more kids under 18. Well, the number of children under 18 sailing on Carnival ships has grown from 650,000 now to over 800,000. Which is why uh, we saw so many things catering to families on that trip. Oh, all that the things ship, that they're the doing. Horizon, yeah, 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 the absolutely. Dr. Seuss water park. And, you know, that certainly supports the numbers uh, in the industry that cruising is just growing by leaps and bounds and continues to grow. Yeah, so, absolutely. So do you see. have another uh, So, yeah, Southwest Airlines uh, has begun offering free movies through its in-flight entertainment portal, eliminating the $5 fee, hurrah, that it charged passengers to watch movies on personal devices. And America uh, uh, actually, it's joining airlines Delta and American who have already been offering that free option and I think American um, has added uh, free live TV to its in-flight entertainment but you have to have your own options. device to do this you have to it's all through your own personal device yeah mm -hmm. but still that's a nice option so you can stream it for free yeah uh, well that is especially um, unless you have again some of these other uh, airlines if you have you're part of a premium membership or you have a credit card uh, you can actually get some of that I know are uh, Platinum Amex, we get uh, well, the internet and so forth. Right. It's just nice right. that you don't have to get the wa purchase the Wi-Fi to be able so to do that. So if you're thinking hostel rather than hotel for your next trip, well, Hilton wants to earn your business. Starting next year, Hilton's going to launch their 15th brand called Motto. 
Uh, that's a hostel-inspired property for urban markets. Motto's going to be targeting kind of the mid-scale space, if you will. They're going to be taking on Marriott's Moxie lifestyle brand. The average Motto room is going to be approximately 150 to 160 square feet. By comparison, if you've ever stayed at a Hampton Inn, they're about 340 square feet. They're going to have flexible rooms, bunky rooms with bunk beds. That'll actually allow you to connect up to six or seven rooms. So there you are. Uh, if, you, if hostels are your thing, check out Motto. That's coming. Up next, well, it's the latest installment of The Right Stuff, and author Luke Barr is going to be here. Uh, he's going to be talking about his new travel book as Rudy joins us from Los Angeles. Stay with us. The show is back in three minutes. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. If you haven't tried out ButcherBox.com RM, do it today, as we're all loving this sponsor and what they deliver right to your door. All their meat is guaranteed to be humanely raised with no antibiotics or hormones ever. The beef is grass-fed. The chicken is free-range organic. The heritage-bred pork is sourced from pigs raised to keep their flavor. Prices are good, too, as you'll get a month's worth of delicious meat for less than 6 bucks a meal, plus free shipping, $20 off your first order, and free bacon for the life of your subscription when you sign up today at ButcherBox.com RM or RMWorldTravel.com. We've all tried a lot of pillows over the years at home, in hotels, on planes, while staying with family, friends, or wherever. If you're looking for an innovative pillow, MyPillow is it. You can adjust MyPillow's patented fill to your individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer. MyPillows are made in the USA. They're backed with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. And you can even wash them and dry them. Right now, if you buy one MyPillow, you'll get a second for free. Just go to MyPillow.com and use promo code RM, or you can always visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Whether you're looking to buy new luggage, give it as a gift, or replace what you're using because you know it's not the best, get Travel Pro luggage, as it's the luggage that we use when we all travel. Travel Pro is the choice of flight crews and in-the-know frequent travelers. They've transformed travel since creating the original rollerboard wheeled luggage, and they stand behind their products with lifetime warranties. You'll find Travel Pro at Macy's, Amazon, eBags, and top luggage specialty retailers, or check out TravelPro.com for specials at their online store. And there's also a link at RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. We've been hearing from many of you in our audience about how much you're enjoying Le Bleu Premium Ultra Pure Water just like us. Le Bleu is perfectly natural water that's odorless and colorless, and anything you're drinking that you think is water isn't, unless it's 11% hydrogen and 89% oxygen without additives, minerals, solvents, etc. What we most enjoy about drinking Le Bleu is it has a fresh, clean taste that your body will crave. This is water and the perfect liquid for you. Ask for it at retailers nationwide or go to LeBleu.com or RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Rudy, Robert, and Mary anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel. Now, back to RM World Travel. Welcome back. This portion of the program is sponsored by ButcherBox.com RM. We're loving what this sponsor offers everyone, and that's because when it comes to meat, quality matters. Putting the best into our bodies means we get the best out of our bodies. And it's why we've made the switch to ButcherBox.com RM, because it ships free right to your door every 30 or 60 days, and their meat is guaranteed to be the humanely raised kind of meat with no antibiotics or hormones ever. The beef is grass-fed and grass-finished. The chicken's organic and free-range, and their heritage pork is far from the other white meat. That's because they source their pork from pigs raised to keep all their fat and flavor the way pork is supposed to be. 
Listen, folks, with cuts in quality you won't find in stores, it's affordable. You can get a month's worth of delicious meats for less than six bucks a meal. Think about that. Experience the difference for yourself, and you'll be so happy you did. Visit ButcherBox.com RM and get $20 off any order, plus a pound of free nitrate-free bacon in your first box. Free. And free in every future order you make. And shipping's always free as well. That's ButcherBox.com RM, or you can find a link at RMWorldTravel.com. There are several iconic hotels in London, but at the top of the heap is the venerable Savoy Hotel. The hotel opened in 1889, and it featured modern conveniences that wowed the world. And the two men behind it are legendary hotel and culinary names, Cesar Ritz, a Swiss hotelier, and Escoffier, the French chef who updated French cooking way back when. Together, they turned the Savoy into the social center of London, and it endures today. For our Right Stuff segment, I'm joined by Luke Barr. He's a former features editor at Travel and Leisure magazine. And he took on the heavy assignment of writing a book about the founding of the Savoy and its place in the pantheon of legendary hotels. Luke, nice to have you on the show. Welcome back. Or welcome to the show for the first time, actually. Yes, uh, thank you for having me. And I should give the title of your book. It is called Ritz and Escoffier, subtitled The Hotelier, the Chef, and the Rise of the Leisure Class. Now, I, I'm obviously Ritz and Escoffier are the focus, and I certainly introduced the book that way. But there was mm -hmm. a money man behind them who brought, him, brought these two guys together with their very different personalities. You want to tell us a bit about, and then you can pronounce his name for me, Richard, uh, how do you pronounce it? Yes, uh, Richard Doyley Cart. Um, exactly. Richard Doyley Cart was a, was a theater producer um, who produced the Gilbert and Sullivan comic operas um, to great success um, in the uh, mid-late 19th century, and he opened the Savoy Theater um, in London 10 years before he opened the hotel, so in somewhere around 1880. Um, and he, he realized that you know, it would be a good idea to also have a hotel next door so people coming to the theater would have a place to have, go to dinner and to spend the night if they were coming from out of town. Um, and his real inspiration, though, was, you know, he'd been traveling in the United States quite a bit um, because the Gilbert and Sullivan operas went on tour. And when he was in the States, he was struck by the fact that some of these, uh, some of the hotels that he was staying at in San Francisco, in um, Chicago, in New York, et cetera, um, in the 1880s, they had electricity, they had um, elevators, they had bathrooms, all things that struck, that were, inc you know, it, it, it hard to overstate how modern those things were at the time. But in Europe and in London, there was no hotel that had an elevator or electricity or bathrooms in every room, for example. So he, he had the idea, I'm going to build this technological marvel um, and he was going to call it the Savoy Hotel, and he did that. And then, um, at, at, then he realized he needed some people to. So he, he built the hotel that had these all these technological advances in it. Um, but he needed someone to run the hotel, and he decided he wanted that person to be Caesar Ritz. Um, and so he pursued Ritz um, to come and work for him. Um, and that's sort of where my book begins. Uh, just a footnote, you mentioned the theater. There still is a theater adjacent to the Savoy. Is that the original one? Yes, that is the original. Oh, yes. my goodness. Okay. All right. So describe these, as my father would say, these guys were a couple of characters, uh, Ritz and Escoffier, aren't they? Aren't they? Describe, <laughs> yes, describe the two of them. That's, I mean, I have to say, from the point of you know, when I was writing about this, um, that's what, what struck me most was just what modern, interesting characters these guys were. 
Um, they were, I'm talking about Ritz and Escoffier. Um, right. Ritz was, you know, came up as a waiter. He was a working class guy. He came from a, you know, a family of 12 or something in the Swiss Alps and was, you know, herding goats and cows and so forth. And he decided, you know, he went off and became a waiter and eventually a maitre d'. And then he became, a, you know, he had a whole career coming up as a, as a hotel, a hotelier, as a hotel manager. Um, and Escoffier, meanwhile, was the son of a blacksmith in southern France, um, you know, and also came up working in restaurant kitchens um, and eventually, you know, as a chef. So they were working class um, guys. Um, and that's what struck me. What, what I found most interesting about the story or one of the many things was why was it that it was these these guys were the ones to kind of invent the modern idea of luxury? It was, and, and they had it, totally different personalities, didn't they? Yes, absolutely. Um, Ritz was the sort of um, high-strung, um, outgoing, high-energy hotel manager who never forgot anyone's name or face and, and would also remember, you know, oh, that you liked this brand of, of scotch and you preferred this kind of pillow, all things that in modern hotel keeping still to this day does keeping track of all their clients' preferences and so forth. Whereas Escoffier was more cerebral and scholarly and or he, that was the, the, the his image. Um, he was quiet. He, you know, he came up in kitchens that were raucous and, and where everyone was yelling and shouting and the kitchen was full of smoke and everyone was drinking beer. And he, <laughs> he instituted a new kind of kitchen organization, and he wanted calm and quiet in the kitchen. So these are, the, these are the two sort of personalities of these, of these two men, yes. My guest is uh, author of a new book. He is Luke Barr, B-A-R-R. His book is titled Ritz and Escoffier, subtitled The Hotelier, the Chef, and the Rise of the Leisure Class, about the legendary Savoy Hotel in London. Now, uh, Luke, you, you note that the hotel's sort of open-door policy, as long as you were dressed very well, had a big effect on London society. The subtitle of your book reads, uh, the other subtitle is The Rise of the Leisure Class. Can you describe right. what kind of glacial... Or, or, or seismic shift maybe happened as a result of the Savoy in, in London and the UK. That's one of the, is exactly right. It's, it's, um, I don't think that the Savoy caused the seismic shift, but I think it caught it at the, at just at the right moment. Um, there was, um, before the Savoy, you know, one entertained at home, you had a private chef, the men went off to their private clubs and, and um, ate dinner with you know, other men. Women rarely went out in public um, with their husbands out to dinner. Restaurants were sort of not considered a place that you would go as a respectable woman, for example, in the 1880s in London. Um, the Savoy was, you know, was the first time that you had a, a quasi-public space where anyone, everyone was welcome, including gauche American industrialists, <laughs> and opera singers from from Australia, um, and Oscar Wilde and the other sort of bohemian writer types in London, as well as and right alongside the aristocracy um, and the very wealthy. So you have this kind of mix of uh, different classes and cultures um, all in one place. And once again, that strikes me as a, a, a remarkably modern feeling. You know, when, even to this day, if you walk into a certain kind of restaurant and you look around and you see who else is there, and there's a kind of this, this feeling of 
to, to see and be seen. That was what they had truly invented um, at, at the Savoy, in the dining room at the Savoy in, in the 1890s. And that had never happened before. They also made Sunday kind of an acceptable mixture. Sorry. They also made Sunday an acceptable night to dine out, didn't they? Yes, exactly. And they changed the laws. Um, you know, there were all kinds of draconian laws about when restaurants could be open or not, um, or and and Ritz and his well-connected, um, you know, backers and 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 Doily Cart as well. Um, successfully were able to change the law, and they turned Sunday night into the sort of premier pre- and post-opera dinner spot in London um, was at the Savoy. Um, Can they you? Were able, they, were, they, they were made that the sort of centerpiece of the, of the social scene in London. In about the 50 seconds we have left, can you describe their downfall of Ritz and Escoffier 10 years after the hotel opened? Right. I mean, you, you mentioned that they, this is all about the Savoy, but it's also, my book is also about the Ritz in Paris. So the, the Ritz and Escoffier are scheming to launch their own hotel. Remember, they were hired by Doily Cart as employees, right? but they turned it into such a great success that they, they started acting a little bit too much like they owned the place. And that's what got them into trouble. So they were courting investors and giving free wine and, 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 and dinners to their potential investors in their new project, which is going to be the, the Ritz Hotel in Paris. Um, and once Doily Cart sort of discovered all this, and there's much more to this scandal, which is all in the book, um, he threw them out. And so they went off and um, the following year opened the Ritz in Paris. I love these hotel stories. They're always such interesting characters. Luke, I really appreciate you writing the book, and I appreciate you taking time out of your weekend to talk with us. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Luke Barr is a former features editor, Travel and Leisure. His new book, published by Clarkson Potter, is called Ritz and Escoffier, the Hotelier, the Chef, and the Rise of the Leisure Class. A great read. I'd hardly recommend it. We'll be right back after this break. Today's edition of RM World Travel is coming right back. And you can also stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com. Simply Safe is home or small business security that finally gets it right. They started 10 years ago with a mission to fix the industry. They cut out contracts, middlemen, and pushy sales guys. They made their system easy to set up with no hard wiring or tools. And you get professionally monitored 24-7 protection for just $15 a month. Simply Safe protects more than 2 million people. So visit simplysafe.com slash travel today to order your system with a 60-day risk-free trial. Simplysafe.com slash travel or visit armworldtravel.com under sponsors. Whether you're looking to buy new luggage, give it as a gift, or replace what you're using because you know it's not the best, get Travel Pro luggage, as it's the luggage that we use when we all travel. Travel Pro is the choice of flight crews and in-the-know frequent travelers. They've transformed travel since creating the original rollerboard wheeled luggage, and they stand behind their products with lifetime warranties. You'll find Travel Pro at Macy's, Amazon, eBags, and top luggage specialty retailers, or check out TravelPro.com for specials at their online store. And there's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back to the New York area, everyone, as we get back to more world travel with Robert and Mary. And segment three this hour is sponsored by lifelock.com. 
that now includes Norton Security. You know, we've been saying this for a while now. In today's connected world that we all live in, it takes just one weak link for criminals to get in and wreak havoc with identity theft. That's why we encourage LifeLock with Norton, because if you ever have a problem, they have agents who will work to fix it. Join now for the first year and get an additional 10% off the low starting price of just $7.99 a month. Plus, you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. Go to LifeLock.com, use promo code RM, or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. All right, that Amazon gift card is actually perfect in time for the upcoming holidays. And today is November 3rd, and there are just eight weeks left in the year. If you still have some unused vacation days and are considering trying to squeeze in one more trip for the year, but you don't want to spend too much to do it, then this next segment is for you. Show friend Janine Tornator has done the legwork for you on reasonably priced places to use your remaining vacation days for what's left of 2018. Welcome back, Janine. Thanks for joining Mary and me today. Great to be here. So, Mary and I, we've always enjoyed our time in Quebec City. It's a great place for a festive pre-holiday escape. But am I saying this correctly, that you have really found hotels starting at $95 a night? And I'd also like to know what else you think makes this town such a great place to visit this time of year. Well, a lot of people, you know, they have vacation days that they need to use before the end of the year, before they lose them. And I think it's more and more of a trend of people in early December taking these kind of pre-holiday escapes to destinations like Quebec City that are just so festive to really get in the spirit, do some holiday shopping. Um, And yeah, you know, I found hotels from $95 a night as we head into December, early December through mid-December. Now, they do go up a little bit when you get to that week of the holiday. Well, I understand that, Um, right. Right, but it's such a beautiful destination in early winter. I mean, you, you do feel like you're in this European city with all of the ambiance of the 400-year-old walled city and the beautiful, charming streets with all of the lights. And I love that they have so many cool little markets, um, like the Old Port Christmas Market. You'll find over a 1,000 local products there, and it really just gives you that feeling of being in one of those European cities with the Chris Kindle Market. I love the 95 Definitely minutes. agree, and, and great rates. All right, so we do love Quebec City, and it is a great place for the uh, pre-holiday time, but I'm going to take us in a warmer direction, Janine, with you. <laughs> I like some seaside relaxation whenever I can get it at any time in the year, and I see Carmel by the Sea is on your list. That's a beautiful area that, that we've enjoyed. Yeah. Um, so tell our listeners what makes that a good deal in November and December. Sure. Well, you know, I think that a lot of people always think about Florida and some of these bigger destinations that are very popular this year. So I was trying to think, you know, where would be somewhere that would be complete relaxing destination this time of year? I found hotels from $150 a night in November and December. So really great prices Mm -hmm. for this area. And I love that, you know, there are so many quaint bed and breakfast and smaller boutique type of properties in this area. Um, And it really is a true escape. It's quaint, you know, coastal region of California where everything to move at a little bit of a slower pace and you have a lot of great farm to table restaurants of course great tasting rooms with wineries nearby so if you're really looking for that little weekend respite before the holiday madness kind of jumps into gear this is a really great one for warm weather agree that would be my pick all right let's stay in california for a second and let's head to san diego which i also see on your list another favorite city of ours and we also enjoy uh, coronado island and la jolla it's off season so how good are some of the hotel rates in san diego this time of year and what makes it as well a good spot for november and december 
Yeah, this is a fantastic time of year to go. It is heading into its quieter tourism season. Um, and San Diego is also a big convention town. So as you get into the holidays and you find the business travel slows down, that's why you can get so many fantastic rates. Hotels from $129 a night, right even downtown in the hot gas oh, that, that's a steal. Yeah, really wow. great property <laughs> close to everything. So this is one of those destinations when you don't necessarily think about it as being a big business travel destination, but it has a huge convention business. Right. So take advantage of the fact that all these people are not doing convention around the holiday season and get in on some of these great rates. Yeah, and there's some great, great, great hotels yeah. in the downtown area, especially like Gaslight uh, area, as you mentioned. All right, since Mary and I, we live in the New York area, we have no problem sharing how great the city is during the holiday season. I always tell people New York is always alive, but it's certainly extra special as the holidays. They attract even more people to the city, so it makes it more festive. But you've got another cold weather city, uh, Chicago, on the list that kind of surprised me. And Chicago, I'll say certainly it's better in November and December than January weather-wise. But, you know, what made you choose? Chicago? Well, I think, you know, New York, of course, is the quintessential, like, holiday city experience with the Radio City Music Hall and their Christmas Spectacular. But I think Chicago, too, often gets overlooked, and they have fantastic holiday experiences as well. Even a lot of the hotels, like the Swiss Hotel, which has it decked out Santa Suite, where you can actually ride the elevator up and you can see Santa, and it's all just, it's a really cool experience, especially for families. Um, but there's a lot of great things going on. The Maggie Daly Park is right there on the lakefront. They have a beautiful ice skating ribbon, which is free to skate. You just have to rent your skate. Um, but that's a fantastic winter experience with the cityscape in the background. They also have a lot of their own great outdoor markets. They have a great Chris Kendall market at Daly Plaza, right in the heart of the loop. And things like at Navy Pier, Winter Wonderland, where it's like 170,000 square feet of really cool, you know, Christmas experiences for the entire family. So there is a lot going right. on in Chicago. And I think, too, it's affordable this time of year. I found hotel rates from $135 a night. That is absolutely Absolutely a good yeah, price, and steal. I know there's two other places. We're out of time, unfortunately, but, folks, you also want to check out. Janine recommends Nashville and Sedona, so check those out. Janine, always nice to have you on the show with us. You certainly enjoy your travels and the upcoming holidays, okay? You too. My pleasure. Thanks, Janine. Take care. All right. Always nice having Janine on the show with it us, folks. It certainly is. Just go check out Janine's website, tornatortravels.com, tornatortravels.com. And right now we're going to pause briefly for some sponsor messages as Rudy rejoins the show for segment four. And then Mary and I will be back with you to talk with Les Abend about whether airlines are training pilots for the real world in about 10 minutes. RM World Travel returns in three minutes. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Do you know the majority of bottled waters contain additives, minerals, and other solvents? Some even contain traces of arsenic. Well, Le Bleu Premium Ultra Water is actually just water, 11% hydrogen and 89% oxygen, and nothing else. In fact, it's the only water that meets the definition of water, and Le Bleu's distillation and oxygenation process, it kills and removes all viruses and bacteria. Drink Le Bleu, and you'll know it's the best of the best because it's the perfect liquid for your body. Find it at top grocers nationwide at lebleu.com or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Unis- presents a bedtime story. A lot of people ask me, Hey Einstein, how do you get all those ideas? My formula is simple. Get a good night's sleep. Because sleep equals dreams. And dreams are where the magic happens. With Unisom sleep tabs, you get your dreams faster because you'll fall asleep 33% faster. So good night, sleep tight, and keep your dreams alive with Unisom. Versus placebo in a clinical study. Use as directed. Save more with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Hey, Todd, Liberty Mutual just saved me $782. $782. Liberty did what? 
Yeah, it's a lot of money. Maybe I should switch to Liberty Mutual. Visit us online to... Hey, stop echoing. Sorry. Visit us online to get a quote and you could save $782. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on a recent countrywide new customer survey, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company, equal housing insurer. Gary, why aren't you outside enjoying the party? Uh, hey, Michelle, it's this heartburn. When it hits, it really hits hard. Oh, I'm sorry. That's it. I've had it. I'm going to kick acid with Rolaids. Rolaids Advanced goes to work instantly for powerful relief of your worst heartburn, bloating, and gas. Wow, you're packed fast. Yeah, I feel much better. Now this is a party. Kick acid and gas with Rolaids Advanced. The muscadine is America's first grape and it's nature's number one source of antioxidants with well over 100 to keep your body healthy. And right now when you use promo code RM at MightyMuscadine.com, you'll get a special buy one, get one free offer on their products, including a daily supplement to support heart health and reduce inflammation, healthy energy shots with extracts from the muscadine grape infused with green coffee, and their award-winning all-natural 100% muscadine grape juice. Use promo code RM at MightyMuscadine.com or find a link at RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. As your mechanic ever found something wrong with your car and surprise you're hit with a huge repair bill if you're not covered by the manufacturer's warranty you could pay thousands to fix it we recommend extended vehicle protection from car shield car shield provides free 24 7 roadside assistance and a free rental car while yours is being fixed by your favorite mechanic or dealer get covered by car shield call 800 car 6100 and mention code rm or visit carshield.com and use code rm to save 10 percent a deductible may apply or you may visit rmworldtravel.com and look for a link under sponsors Get out the map, get out the map, and lay your finger anywhere down. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back to RM World Travel. This portion of the program is sponsored by Bombas.com slash RM. Well, just in time for the holidays, they're back, and we want to tell you of all these truly terrific socks that have changed the way you'll think about socks forever. They're called Bombas, B-O-M-B-A-S, and we love what they stand for. Bombas are super comfortable and made from premium cotton. They stay warm when it's cold and cool when it's hot. And every pair comes with a built-in blister tab, innovative arch support, stay-up technology, and a seamless toe. With so many colors, patterns, lengths, and styles, Bombas looks great in the gym, at the office, and out on the town. And for every Bombas purchase you make, they'll donate a pair to someone in need. So keep cool. Keep comfortable and keep contributing with truly great socks. Buy yours now at bombas.com slash RM and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash RM for 20% off. Or as always, you can find a link at the radio show's website, rmworldtravel.com, by looking under sponsors. You probably remember hostels as sort of backpacky places. And if you've been following that industry, they've been sort of upgrading themselves from time to time. The hotel industry has taken an interest in this. And my next guest knows a lot about that. His name is David Eisen. He's a director of hotel intelligence for a company called Hotstats. It's a company that collects data on hotels and sells it to other hotels so they can benchmark their profitability against the competition. David, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Rudy, it's a pleasure to be with you. So hotel companies are slicing and dicing uh, their brands to appeal to different people. But now they're looking at hostels and sort of developing some kind of hybrid. Can you describe those hybrids and tell me why they don't want to call them hostels? 
Yeah, uh, it, it's definitely I'm seeing, I think, a paradigm shift uh, within the hospitality industry. Uh, the traditional uh, hotel companies, whether Marriott, whether Hilton, uh, they're always looking for the next uh, kind of best thing to tap into. And I think they've been a late adapter. But what we're seeing now is they're building these hotels, they're building these brands um, that are similar to a hostel, uh, providing uh, different types of, of services. I think one of the bigger ones we're seeing is, you know, we're seeing the, the, the smaller room for sure. Uh, so it's a place where a guest might come just to kind of, um, uh, you know, not maybe not use rooms, but get out more so into the public spaces of the hotel. And we're seeing things like even like you can um, now uh, buy a bed or, or rent a bed as opposed to an entire room. Um, some of these uh, brands uh, do that out there. And we're seeing prices that are extraordinary, even in urban gateway markets where it could be $20 just to rent or a bed for the night. Um, so, I mean, that's the kind of thing I think we're seeing uh, more so. And I think, the, I think the traditional hospitality industry is moving um, into that kind of space. But uh, these three companies that I, I know you know about, Generator, the Seidel Group, and Hilton, what's Hilton doing? I mean, is, is Hilton actually having group rooms with like four bunk yeah, beds or eight bunk beds in it? So Hilton uh, launched a brand called Motto uh, about a, a week ago. And how do you spell, how do you spell is, that? How do you spell that? M-O-T-T-O. Like motto. Okay, like a motto. Okay. Motto, exactly. Did I say motto? Motto, moto, tomato, tomato, however you want to play. Right. It's it's interesting. Even in their press release, they talk about hostel. They bring up the word hostel. But I think hostel has this connotation, again, as maybe being, could be a little bit unsavory, unsafe. Um, You know, there was a horror movie even called Hostel. So we know where we're coming from with this. So So Hilton launched this brand called Motto. And basically, they talked about it calling. They talked about the hostel model, but they actually said through their research that they didn't think travelers wanted to stay with other strangers. So basically, what they're doing is creating a kind of a micro. What they're calling a micro urban brand, smaller rooms, larger public spaces. This is the way the travel industry, the hospitality industry, is going right now. And they're producing a product that I think um, a lot of. I think it's a kind of a product that's complementing the travel experience. Of today's kind of travel, so, whether it's millennial or otherwise. Do they have any private rooms at all? That motto? Uh, they have yes, they have private rooms. Basically, you can you can you allow you can get a private room. Uh, it's the other uh, brands that are, that uh, have that really captured into the hostel movement, uh, whether it's generator hotels, which I think we we brought up that started in Europe and just opened a hotel or a hostel uh, in Miami. Freehand is another one. There, you can actually just rent a bed for the night and as low as $20 a night. Wow. And what you get is high design, high on technology, uh, great F&B. So it's, it's really kind of changed how the hospitality industry um, uh, looks today, looks the whole entire space. Interesting, interesting. What was that phrase before we say goodbye? Micro-urban what? Micro-urban brand. I think that's Micro- what, they, what they're calling it, yes. I love it so, the micro-urban brand. Uh, well, David, thank you very much. I, 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 I can see what you're saying about the trend, um, particularly for millennials and folks who like to gather in the lobby and have the social life there as well. Thanks so much for stopping by. Thank you, Rudy. Appreciate it. We'll be right back after this break. Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or follow the program at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back.
To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Thanks for staying tuned in. Robert, Mary, now back with you for the final segment of Hour 1, which means Hour 2 is coming right up in just a few minutes. Les Abend is holding on the line to discuss whether airlines are training pilots for the real world. And before we welcome him, a quick word about MyPillow.com, whose pillows and new mattress topper that we're all enjoying are 100% American-made with all American materials. Yeah, and what we like about all of the MyPillow products is that they're fully backed by Mike Lindell's 60-day money-back guarantee. The new mattress topper has certainly improved our sleep. It has an exclusive three-layer design that starts with the MyPillow foam for support, then adds traditional foam to relieve pressure points and finishes it off with an ultra-soft patented temperature-regulating cover. Right now, when you order at MyPillow.com and use promo code RM, you'll get 30% off plus two standard MyPillows for free. Try the mattress topper now, risk-free, by ordering at MyPillow.com. Use our promo code of RM. You'll get the show special. There's also a link at RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. Les Abend is currently a Boeing 777 captain who's logged almost 18,000 hours in the cockpit, and he's also been writing the jump seat column in Flying Magazine for nearly 15 years now. We've invited Les to join us today to get his candid view on whether airlines are training pilots for the real world. So let's get right to him. Welcome, Les. It's nice to connect the voice to the jump seat column that we read regularly. Nice to be here, Robert. Well, we really appreciate that. So you wrote something recently that connected with Mary and me about the way pilots at most airlines are being trained. And in short, everyone listening right now knows it's tough to predict things in life. So it makes us wonder, as it did you, why airlines are primarily training their pilots for one emergency at a time when certainly in real life situations, multiple things can occur simultaneously or in some type of chain reaction. So share your thoughts with us on this. Well, you articulated that question very well. And that being said, it's difficult to set up multiple emergencies because there are so many variables, as you mentioned in your question. So, you know, we can only guess on what cause and effect was. And you point out a particular column that I wrote that referenced the April 2018 accident with Southwest that diverted into Philadelphia because of an uncontained engine failure. And that was a good reference for what occurred because the bottom line was, they had a fan blade go through the engine and just basically uh, annihilate it sure. and, and send shrapnel into various parts of the airplane. And unfortunately, the tragedy of, of, of losing that one passenger also unfolded. But this, although not very typical, this has happened before in the past. And, and, and so it affects multiple systems. So, you know, number one, it affected the engine. Okay, we're all trained to, to deal with engine failures. But then it affected also the flight control system. If you saw pictures of the airplane, it was peppered on the leading edge on the left side. Right, so there's with, two scenarios going on simultaneously right there exactly. alone. Exactly. Right. And, and they, so they had flight control issues, which could potentially have been another checklist, but they did have to have, they did have a depressurization in, uh, issue because the, the window literally uh, got thrown out by where that uh, unfortunate tragedy happened with that passenger. Mm -hmm. So now they're dealing with explosive depressurization issues. So now these are two multiple emergencies. So in training, um, this scenario can be, can be set up to some degree, but, you know, you've got to grade pilots. You've you got you to deem them proficient so they can go back on the line and safely serve our passengers. So the most efficient way to do it is to train what, what typically could be some type of emergency, and the manufacturer goes ahead and with that in mind, assigns checklists to particular systems-type emergencies. And since we need to be graded at it, 
um, we are generally graded uh, satisfactory or unsatisfactory. Um, right, the pass-fail scenario. Right. The pass, exactly, yeah. pass-fail scenario. And that's pretty typical of just about any pilot license, period, whether you're airline transport or just a private pilot with a general aviation right. certificate. So, Les, um, let me just jump in here before we run out of time. What do you think, sure. if you do think, that it will take for airlines to begin training pilots for multiple emergencies happening together? Do you think it's something that has validity to it? Do you think it's going to happen down the road? I, I don't see it happening down the road, at least at, at, at this point in time. Okay. Um, there's so many other, uh, I hate to say it, you know, uh, fires to put out. But the problem is time, and the problem yeah. is money. Um, you know, and you look back and you have to prove to an airline, well, are we adequately training our pilots? Now, well, it, it appears so. I mean, statistics, we, it's one of the safest in, industries, transportation industries, you know, in the world. Sure. Um, and, and apparently, if you look back and you say, well, we must be doing a decent job. So it's going to be hard to convince otherwise. Yeah, good point. So really, you know, we set up this interview with a tease saying, really, are pilots training sufficiently for the real world? As I hear you saying that there's a lot more that could be done, but you do feel that they are, there's enough going on right now that the traveling public should still feel comfortable. Absolutely. I, I mean, absolutely. I mean, listen, I'm, I, I, I retired June 1st. I don't have any problem sitting in back of that airplane because I know the training that that, that those two pilots went through up front. Right. Um, I, you know, I'm comfortable sitting in the back, reading my magazine, and falling asleep. <laughs> well, For all the years that you've flown, you deserve that. And I, listen, listen, I have to say, first of all, uh, we, we really look forward to checking with you in the future. And thank you very much for the time today. Good information. And, folks, if you want to be able to read Les's column, it's very easy to do. It's just at flyingmag.com. Have a great day, okay, Les? Thank you. Thanks, Les. Take care. All right, just release Les Mary, and there he goes. Interesting topic. I feel like we can have him come back and talk about so many other things as oh, well in aviation. And again, folks, check out Les Abend, jump seat column, flyingmag.com. And he's got a novel out there called Paper Wings, and I think some of you will find that an interesting read, and it's available on Amazon or at your local bookstore. Yes, you can. And that's going to do it for hour one of the program this week. But Mary, Rudy, and I, we've got another full hour of travel talk ahead for you, so we hope you'll stick around as there's more RM World Travel coming right up. You've been listening to your RM World Travel Connection, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.